Listeners, it is another episode of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. Yes, yes, it is. All right, high energy, ready to go. Woo! That's my brother Mason Crama Ding Dong Williams, and that's my brother Luke Crap Dick Williams. <laughs> and welcome to the hundredth episode spectacular. That's not though. That no. This is our hundredth episode. Uh, I've been counting. Mm, mm, mm. Wait, have you been deleting like the episodes that are supposed to be going up on Mondays and Wednesdays? Oh, you, I, mm, no, it's it's they had those were consistently not the good ones. Shit. This is hey, I got an idea. Show we are going to talk our way through an invention, and we are going to invent a thing. We're going to invent its pants right off, just before your very ears. This week we will be making a brand new planet. You're going to want to go live there. It's so much better than this crappy ass planet. Why you even why are you even here? Do you know what's going on here? Like we are fucking this globe up hardcore. Oh, it's a comedy podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are Hey, you know what's <laughs> funny? The slow and inevitable decline of the ecosystem that keeps all life alive. That's hilarious. Yep. I like that part where uh, our future is uncertain. I like the part where species are going extinct. I think my favorite part, though, is that whatever future generation comes up next, they have it even more fucked than we do, which is yeah. Like really I mean, we scary. inherited this shit world from our plant, our parents, and like fuck them, but. The next generation, they're going to blame us, and rightfully so, for, you know, all the shit that's going on now. Yeah, you know how there's places in China and such where, like, you gotta you gotta wear a mask because you can't breathe because the air is toxic because of what we've done. Antarctica is straight up falling apart. Mm-hmm. There's places, uh... Hitting record highs across the equator. Just Coastal make- communities are, like, being flooded out. There's more and more violent storms. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a close- Also, Storm from the X-Men is getting more violent. Yeah, she... She killed a dude. She... Yeah, that was a surprising turn. I have to say. Uh, this is another close-to-home one for, uh, me and my buds in the six. Uh, the Toronto Island. Just, Nope. Just this year, nope. Just it's gone now? No, it's, it's, it got so washed up with crap from being underwater because nope, uh, that it's closed this year. Just Are you like the five now? No, that wasn't one of the parts of the six that made up the six. Oh. Um, and like different parts of the island are like, okay, like there's the spot over there that is safe from that, I guess. And they land planes on it. Um, and then there's the spot over over the other way that's like, oh, there we we put a Ferris wheel on it or what? It's not a Ferris wheel. It's a there's a ride on it. But is, it's, it is it like that London Eye thing where it's a giant Ferris wheel that's super boring? 
kind of point it point is is that like guess why no one's gone there because nope <laughs> that's fair yeah and that's just one of those planetary things we okay so we are gonna invent a planet for you ladies and gentlemen and it's gonna be better than this shithole mm-hmm. okay okay so first question right off the hop are we putting it in this same solar system um I would like to venture that we make it uh slowly movable. So kind of closer to a space station but made made of rock. <laughs> oh my god, you're actually making it ever so slightly plausible. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean like if it could just slowly move its way wherever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you have, like, a global warming problem, no need to change your habits. Just move the planet slightly farther away from the sun. I mean, kind of a legit thing, right? Just Certainly just... easier than trying to curb fossil fuel emissions. Jesus. Ooh. I mean, I cannot be bothered to get an electric yeah. car. Uh-huh. And, like, and like uh, going green... Know what I'm no know, know what I mean? Going green, I'm going green from nausea. I'm gonna puke. Oh <laughs> got him. Got got him the planet. Al Gore. At Earth. Mother Earth and Al Gore. They're... I'm assuming Al Gore invented global warming. It's his fault. Yeah, I mean that's gotta like legit though, that's gotta be a tough rap. Where, like, well, I mean, there's the good and the bad, right? Because, like, he invented the internet, and yay, Al, thanks for that. But then, on the other hand, he did invent global warming, so uh, that's his fault. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it's like, if you could have just not... <laughs> well, like, Al this... Gore, he oh invented God. the algorithm, right? So that's a two-sided coin. Uh... On the one side of the coin... The algorithms are what allow us to have this wonderful internet that we all love so much. But on the other side of the coin, the tail side of the coin, algorithms do fuck up the atmosphere by releasing carbon dioxide. Okay, one quick thing. Mason, joke yes. was last week. So, algorithm... Actually, strike that because I still I, don't I, know the order. I, I honestly was trying to force in the pun on algorithm. Like, we even mentioned algorithm like three or four times, and I was trying to work in Al Gore's name, and I couldn't. Uh huh. So, listen, you. What, me? You. What, me? You think you're better than me? I think I'm better than Al Gore. Poor guy. I mean, okay, so we're getting off track. Planet, planet. Oh, so it's oh, movable. Wait, wait, wait. Do you want to just kind of improv this one, or do you want to planet? <laughs> oh. And now it's time for a new segment. Mason says something not funny, and then Luke doesn't laugh. Hey everybody, welcome to Mason Says Something Not Funny and then Luke Doesn't Laugh. Here's how it works. I'm going to say something that's not funny and then my brother Luke is going to not laugh. Are you ready, Luke? Um, I mean, 
were we out of material we needed to like burn a minute because all right sure. al gore this um, has been Mason says something not funny and then Luke doesn't laugh. Mason says something not funny and then Luke doesn't laugh. I think that my favorite part of that new segment is where we, I mean, it's like a free minute where we, if we can't think of a thing to say, we could just do that. <laughs> you but just do also, that. Uh, the the listening audience also gets to enjoy uh, the same position as me. <laughs> okay, so I do want to plan it. Let's plan this planet. Sure. So we want it to be movable. So it's going to be smaller than the current planet. Does that mean lower gravity? Um. Well, this is one of those physics things uh, <laughs> that I was sort of talking about where I'm bad about knowing the laws of the universe okay is gravitational pull potentially adjustable in any way is it dictated by anything other than just the mass of the the object like well i mean theoretically you've got like space stations and stuff where you simulate gravity via spinning and centrifugal force which isn't really a force but uh but no um like typically gravity gravity is proportional to mass and if we want to be able to move this planet the more mass we have the worse off we are cuz the more energy it would require okay um so i guess we're kind of shifting into into sci-fi science here anyway let's actually just look at this for a second so mm-hmm. Uh, with fast, with high speed travel, yeah, uh-huh. there's often the inertial dampeners. And I think you mean inmer- inertial dampers. Inertial dampeners would actually just make you wet. Yeah, they just sort of, it's just sort of like at SeaWorld, how they throw water in your face. You're like, just have a water balloon that cushions your fall. Here but comes also the inertial wet. dampener. Splash. Just a bucket of water in the face, really. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I mean inertial dampers. Um, now, what is what is a damper then? Uh, like, it just sort of stops inertia from hurting you. Actually, the way that I've heard it described, like at least the Star Trek technology that they use uh, on Star Trek, they do have control over gravity, right? Like right, they would so, have to. But then, so, but then, what do they call that? Well, that's just artificial gravity. But the thing is, inertia is something like you don't want just a, like a wall. You don't want something that'll stop you. The reason why hitting the wall hurts you is because, you know, the part of you that hits the wall stops, but the other part of you is still traveling forward. So you, you sort of get squished. So what you need is something that stops all of you all at the same time and what they use for that is the artificial gravity. The artificial gravity will pull on all of your molecules at the same time, so you can accelerate or decelerate as needed, and, you know, the uh, it, it won't squish you because all of you is being accelerated or decelerated at the same time and not just the butt part of you that's on the chair. Right. Here's so- the thing, though. In Star Trek, sometimes they'll be like, Oh shit, the inertial dampers are out. 
okay, but we can still maneuver. It's like, no, you you fucking can't because you're moving at effectively thousands of kilometers an hour. If you move your thrusters like at all, you should be paced. Okay, but still working within the parameters of what they have there. Um, just explaining that again. Paint me a paint me a picture. Uh, paint me a metaphor here of of how the inertial dampers work. Is it kind of okay. like uh, is it kind of like a rubber band thing? No, no. Imagine that your whole body is a bag of oranges. Okay. Okay. And I toss the bag of oranges off the roof and yeah. you're this falling is, this is not sounding good so far yeah no you're you're falling and you're like oh shit the floor and you're about to hit like the pavement or whatever outside or the floor or whatever's down there and you know that when you hit you know you're gonna hit the ground it's gonna suck but mm. fortunately there's like Nightcrawler, no, not Nightcrawler. Who am I thinking of? Kitty Pride, Shadowcat. That's it. Mm-hmm. She's standing out there, and she's got twelve arms. And mm-hmm. Kitty Pride sees the bag of oranges falling. She's like, "Oh, I'll catch all those oranges." And so her arms phase through the bag, but then each arm catches an individual orange. Okay, so okay. Kitty Pride is artificial gravity and the oranges are the atoms in your body and they don't hit the driveway because each atom is being caught individually inside the bag by Kitty Pride's tangible hands but intangible wrists. Um Okay. Uh that works. I can be a bag of oranges. You can be a bag of oranges. Here's the problem. Here's why it doesn't work. Uh, that technology kind of doesn't exist. Yeah, well, obviously, we're going to need to be in that headspace for designing this thing. Okay, so we are operating under the assumption that we do have access to artificial gravity that we can turn on or off or direct it around independent of any sort of mass. I mean, I like that in the sense that I think that gives us some options. It does give us more options. Yes. Being limited, having limited omnipotence does tend to give you more options. Yes. Yeah. I think that sounds like way more fun than trying to design a planet. Well, not even design a planet, trying to create a planet as With, without limit, without extra powers. Like if it's just you and me trying to huck quads of dirt into low earth orbit and hope that we get enough of them up there that it makes a new planet. Yeah. If we yeah, just think... if we just keep at it long enough and we keep believing in our dreams. I do believe in my dreams and I also believe in your dreams. So okay, things we like for a planet. A customizable. Customizable gravity up down whatever you need. Uh also distance from the sun farther away closer in again whatever you need can we make it so that there are seasons but the axial tilt isn't quite so much so the seasons are a little milder summers are a little cooler winters are a little yeah a little warmer that was where i was gonna go next like can we just kind of 
set our optimal temperature and then leave us the fuck alone with that shit. Just like I want to, yeah. I want to set the thermostat to seventy one and leave it. Is that um, so much to ask? I think also, can we lengthen the days because like. Oh, 24 fuck yeah. hours, that's not... I would be fine with, like, a solid 30. Yeah, yo, me me too. Absolutely. I would love to switch over to a 30-hour day. Fuck, yes. Yeah. Okay, so we're already making some pretty decent improvements here. Okay, let me do a little pivot here uh, to another talking point. Uh, mm-hmm. Poor old Pluto. Not that, a planet. Not a planet anymore. Yeah, because it's part of the Kuiper Belt. Now, here's the thing. Was it because he was too small? Is that the thing? No, no. Like, like it's not because it's too small. It's because it's part of a belt, and it's not a significant enough part of the belt. Like, it's not a big enough bully of the belt. Like, it's the largest thing in the belt. But it's like, you know how there's a, an asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter? Yes, there are, like, some very big asteroids in there. Some that are, I think, as big as, if not bigger than Pluto. But that asteroid belt, like, it's not a planet in there because it's part of the belt. So it's not a matter of size. It's a matter of, are you the biggest kid in the neighborhood? Right. And Pluto is the biggest kid in the Kuiper belt, but it doesn't, like, run this town. So it's not a planet. Okay. So we lost, uh, we lost Pluto, cause yeah. he was too busy being, uh, he's he just wasn't a big enough bully, like you're saying, like he was just mm-hmm. kind of, uh, you know. So what we could do if we could go up to the Kuiper Belt and just bulldoze our way around it and just assemble all of the other shit in the Kuiper Belt, pack it all together with Pluto, make Pluto bigger. Then, yes, it would be a planet. Or, alternately, if we wanted, you know, closer to the habitable zone, we go to the asteroid belt that's between Mars and Jupiter, bulldoze all that shit together, you'd have a side, like, a decent-sized planet. Like, you would have a livable planet, I think, at that point. Okay, so we combine parts of the Kuiper belt and the asteroid belt together... We've got the stuff we're going to work with for our for More our than enough. Yeah, absolutely. We're good. Now, we're good to go. Will this be like Pluto 2? Um, well, I mean, it's not going to be Pluto 2 because Pluto is going to be part of it. It's just like Mega Pluto. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, Pluto 2.0 was kind of what I meant. Like, Pluto 2.0. Plute point O, is that what you said? Yeah, just P-L-U-T period zero. <laughs> you know what? It's got a nice little spacey name. Plute point O, that. yeah. Okay, so Plute point O is our sort of working title for what we've got so far. We wanted to have all these like customizable settings that mm-hmm. uh, nobody actually customizes because fuck that, we're going to set it and forget it. Um, okay, exactly no, 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 dude, 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 here's the thing, okay? We bulldoze all the shit together, make it, like, in a clump, right? And so your gravity is based on how many things are in the clump. But at any given point, if we want to be like, eh, I want to go that way and also have less gravity, we just take one of those clumps, like one of the asteroids that we got, and we're like, you know what, we don't want you here any after all, 
fuck you, and we just toss it. If we want to go towards the sun, we toss it, like, in the other direction. If we want to go away from the sun, we toss it at the sun. And, like, then we, A, lose a little bit of gravity, but also, B, we start going in the direction we want, because Mm. that's how inertia works. I mean, is that a viable source of, uh, of momentum for, like, propulsion here? Okay, uh, you know in, uh, in The Incredibles, when Syndrome has the zero-point energy? Uh, yes. And he can, yes. like, freeze you in your tracks and then toss you away without having to deal with how momentum yeah, works? Or that, yeah, that was if, where if when we, he got stuck monologuing while he was yeah. freezing them, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so zero-point energy, that's a real thing. So, therefore, what happened in The Incredibles is a real thing. So, all we need to do is invent it. And we're good. You know what was the coolest little piece of tech from The Incredibles? Was the way they stopped Mr. Incredible when he was entering that one room. Just the shoot him full of those sticky black spheres that inflate. Mm. Well, now you're you're referring back to uh, an episode way back when, when we had the weapon... Yeah. That was the thing uh, that I wanted to make. Yeah. But that was also kind of cool because it was this rapidly expanding mass, which might potentially solve another problem of adjusting gravity. Let's let's just presume that there's an artificial core that is made up of something like that where we can just, like, concentrate the density of of a material and have that fluctuate the, the, the gravity. Or something like that. Not fluctuate. Harness the gravity. Okay, so we we have this stuff that we can just make more of it. uh, And it's not in defiance of the law of conservation of mass. Because when we're creating it, we're creating both matter and antimatter. Both of which are subject to gravity. And then when we want to get rid of it. We just combine the matter and antimatter again, and it turns into energy, and then we're good. So, that would be plausible. Okay. How are we going to tackle the thing where uh, we need to make it habitable enough uh, that maybe, like, some flora and fauna can happen? Um, Like, Pluto, Pluto was water-based, right? So, do we have some... Water? Oh, we're going to have plenty of water. Like, water, we're good. Water is one of the most common things in the universe, because you got, like, hydrogen, oxygen. Water is, by default, what you're going to have. Like, what we've got going here on Earth is fucked up and weird because of life. But I assure you, like, everywhere else in the solar system, we got water all over the damn place. There's water on Mars. There's water on Europa. There's water in comets. We're good for water. Water, we got. Okay, so... Basically, we take uh, Plute.0, uh-huh. we stash it somewhere around Earth where it won't, like, interfere. Well, uh, other side of the sun, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're just... The Lagrange like, point that's back there. And so, like, we would never see each other because the sun's in the way, but we're just orbiting in sync. In sync. So it's just perfect. We go at the exact same... Uh, speed so that we are consistently not catching up to each other. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. Here's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, our atmosphere on Earth kind of sucks, obviously. We're tearing uh-huh. it apart, and it's yeah. wrecking our lives and shit. 
Yeah, um, that's bad. But we need to to like have flora and fauna do its evolution thing and we need to like hyper speed that somehow maybe we can make mm. like an a time anomaly or something um but if we were starting from scratch on an atmosphere we could just make this like because like people like if we're talking about over the course of thousands of years looking forward mm-hmm. theoretically this would be a prime resource that we're building and could be uh attacked by aliens we could have an atmosphere that could also serve as like uh an effective defense well i believe like uh the mel gibson documentary signs uh showed that aliens are hurt by water for some reason oh that's right so if we could just like we've already established we've got plenty of water i think we're good to go i mean it's going to be very humid if there's that much water in the atmosphere um i want to grow okay. some new new plants and animals and maybe okay, a no, third, no, 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 no. third thing no no. A- no atmosphere 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 can we grow robots well in a way isn't all life a robot that you can grow no okay but, uh, I mean, but yeah, uh, no, I was I wasn't done with atmosphere. I want to go back to something. Okay, atmosphere. Okay. So um I'm I'm gonna sort of uh take us in what may be a nostalgic direction for uh me and you. You remember when we were kids and our parents were really pushing creationism? Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, and you remember um, there was this, one of the theories proposed was that crystalline hydrogen, which is apparently a thing you can do with hydrogen, uh, that there used to be in the ancient times a layer of crystalline hydrogen on top of the atmosphere, uh, and just that was the firmament and it protected the planet but then at the time of the great flood that crystalline layer of hydrogen broke apart and fell down burned up and re-entry it combined with the oxygen oxygen content of the atmosphere is now lower and all that hydrogen combined with it and turned into water and that's why there's so much water right now huh that was one of the theories put forward by the creationist people. And I don't believe that that actually was the case for us here on this earth. But what I'm saying is, can we apply that to the planet to, to Pluto point? Oh, can we, can we give it a layer of crystalline hydrogen that protects our atmosphere from the top? Well, I have like a bit of a legit question for a second here. Uh, okay. How how big was Pluto? Like, can we get a an accurate scale? I, I don't know why you're saying was Pluto. I assure you, it still exists. It's just not classified as a planet. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson didn't go up there and destroy it. It's still there. I mean, that was pretty vengeful of him. All right, its its radius is eleven hundred k. So pretty small. Like when you say K, you mean kilometers? Kilometers, yeah. Okay. All right, so so like you could... Okay, put it to me in terms of marathons. 
how many marathons would I have to run to get around Pluto? Um, Assuming well, that, like Terry Fox, I can run a marathon. Yeah, if you a day. did, if you did a ten k, then we're talking about a hundred and ten, aren't we? Okay, so a hundred and ten ten k's. Yeah. So, assuming I can do a ten k once per day, it would take me like about a third of a year to get around Pluto. Yeah. But that's like by foot, right? I mean, if you were going by car, uh, that's by like... By car, I would be faster than on foot. Yes, I will concede this point. I think you can drive all the way around Pluto in like three days? Sounds about right. Uh, stall for a second while I do a thing. Mason says something not no, funny. You already and did Luke that. Doesn't laugh. You hey, can't everybody. do a welcome segment to... twice. I assure you, I can. No, hey, everybody, you can't. Welcome to this... Mason says something not funny, and then Luke doesn't laugh. Here's it's how not... it works. I'm gonna say something that isn't funny, and then my brother Luke here, he but, isn't gonna laugh. Are you ready, Luke? But, but I don't want this to happen a second time in the same episode. Why didn't you at least do the Squarespace bit? Then it was kilometers. This has been Mason says something not funny, and then Luke doesn't laugh. Mason says something not funny, and then Luke doesn't laugh. Thank you for joining me. All right, so I entered the Google thing. Okay. Uh, fifty hours. So legitimately, in a day. You could drive all the way around. I mean, it would be a shitty day. If you floor it and assuming that you can go in no, a straight no, no. line. That's, that's, yeah, that's a straight line, and that's but that's 70 kilometers an hour. That's not even, like, that's not even highway speed. All right. So. I think you would need a spoiler on the back of your car, because if the gravity is that much lower, you need something to, you know, push your car down so you get decent traction. Okay. Um. I like the idea of the atmosphere stuff you were saying. Uh, that maybe it has this like I like the, the like the, like baking this planet until it's like ready for uh, it's ev- it's a uh, it's revolution. What would you call it? No, I don't want it to revolve. Um, Wait, we don't want it to revolve. Is it not going to have days? I thought we were going to have like thirty-hour days. Okay, two very important points here. One, do what happens if you don't do that? Do you just have it burn through on one no, side? No, like you, you like would just have a tidally locked planet, and one side it would always be high noon, and the other side would always be midnight. Yeah, but like, what does that do to water? Uh, like, okay, is there no example in either science fiction or our own observable universe of something moving through space with like so slow of a rotation that it's basically nothing um i'm fairly certain there's at least one thing but you know fuck me if i can remember what it is because i i is is it just a thing where it doesn't average out and it's it's just like you got a hot side and a cold side and that's it or yeah does you it... pretty much just have a hot side and a cold side but like i want to know what that does to 
the environment. Like, that would be really interesting to see if there was just this natural line straight down the planet where it's like, okay, you're approaching the the horizon. But that would actually be really cool for finding your ideal climate, too. Like, yeah, you ma- could just go wherever and, like, depending on where you are on the planet, it's like maybe it's always late evening. And so, you know, it's it's nice, sort of cool. Like, oh. you don't really need a sweater, but you can wear one if you want to. You know what else would be pretty cool about that? Like, say say this is, say this is, you know, the planet is able to revolve, but so slowly that your entire lifetime, uh, it only, it only shifted, a, you know, a couple of degrees or whatever. And maybe, maybe it got like a few degrees colder, uh, and your, your ideal temperature just moved a couple miles away or something. Um... You know, what's interesting about that concept is that it's like a new approach to an equator where instead of the equator being like the sun blast zone that wobbles, instead it's like, oh, well, I want to live on the equator because that's the sweet spot. That's where it's not extremely cold or extremely hot. I want to live there. Now, I just want to go back and address something before we get a bunch of tweets telling us what idiots we are. I'm fairly certain that I got the definition of revolve wrong. Like, I think what we're talking about is rotation and revolving is going around the sun. And we definitely need to revolve around the sun because if we don't, Earth is going to smack into us. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I don't know if there is a way that we can revolve around the sun and still have that perfect split planet of cold side and hot side. No, you can't. It's just, it's what's called tidally locked. It's like the moon in relation to us. You just always have the same side facing the sun in much the same way that the moon is always facing us. That's why you have the man and the moon. It's always the same face. Right, right, right. Okay, so it's like we're tidally locked, but not dependent on a moon? Well, okay, that's the other thing that I wanted to get to that we haven't gotten to yet. Do we want a moon or moons, and if so, how many? Also, is just a definition thing, conversationally, because I'm too lazy to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, is is there a size for a moon, or is it like, what's the difference between a moon and, and a satellite? Does a satellite have to be a man-made thing? Uh, I I can... Like, I don't think that it has to be a man-made, a natural thing for it to be a moon. I do think that you can create an artificial moon. I'm going to say moon is probably like planet in that you're only a moon if you're a big enough bully that you control your orbit and there's nothing else around you. Like, if you've got a bunch of other shit up there with you, then you're just a bunch of assholes orbiting the planet. And if there's enough of you, then you're not assholes anymore. You're a ring. Okay. Do we want a ring? Yes. I mean, we 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 talked about this in the transportation. Oh, you want like an artificial ring? I want I want a gum. You want the gum. Okay. Okay. So we're doing that for Plute Point O built in from the day one. There's natural transportation where just when you want to go from 
hot side to cold side, light side to dark side, whatever, just grab on and you can go around the world, around the world, around the world, and you go to where it's hot and then you chill out there, you know, uh, on the beach. And then when you're done chilling out on the beach and you're like, okay, it's sleepy time, you just grab onto the gum, you go back the other way to your home in the cold side, and you're just like, oh, it's nice and cool here, time for me to go Betty Buys. Yes, perfect. That is exactly what I want. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, the gum is this crazy, like, not super feasible thing for our planet. For a planet that size? Kind of feasible. I think we could okay, actually... So it's more feasible because the planet is slightly smaller. Good, okay. No, no, not slightly smaller. Like, that is, like... I mean, we we could build railroads across the country, like, you know, many generations ago. Uh, okay, this is okay, almost so, so, a comparable feat for modern technology. Okay, so here, here's the thing. We want water. We want lots of water. We like water. Yeah. But we also want the gum to be able to take you around the world, around the world, around the world. Yeah. So here's my pitch in terms of continents. We have like a stripe of land going around, but then north and south, both just like full ocean. Oh, so it's just got like this uh, ru uh, rubber ball look to it. Yeah. You know, the rubber ball with the stripe. It's, yeah, so yeah. it's And hey, oh. one side fresh water, one side salt water. So if you want to go like in the salt water and like surf and like see whales and shit, that's where you go. But you want like fresh water, you want to see like a cool pond, th then you go to the North Pole and that's where that is. Um, important issue though. Uh, we don't have weather, do we? No, we do not. So those waves for surfing, not really a thing, huh? Well, here's my pitch. Uh, yet another pitch. Uh, we would need something to generate waves so that both sides don't become like horrible stagnant swamps. Right, right. So we need something that's going to impart momentum, if not temperature change, to both oceans. How do we do that? Uh, what if it was just sort of like water jets? Like, essentially uh, filtering it, recycling it back in, not unlike a hot tub, but on a planetary scale. Okay, so I'm going to assume we have a molten core. Uh, we have a customizable core. Right. So, when we are not customizing it, the energy that would go into that just goes into, like, having these hot tub jets going all the time. Mm. And I'm talking, like, natural fountains just spraying water into the air. The whole world is a fucking splash pad. I Okay, well, I don't know about the whole world being a splash pad. Like, I like the 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 vacation-y feel we've got going here, but I want to still be able to achieve a setting that is sometimes turbulent, sometimes tranquil, without it being, like, fresh water is turbulent and salt water is tranquil. Like, 
there's got to be patches of either. Yeah, yeah, no, we do do patches around, like, it alternates, so it sort of looks like spokes. Hmm. That would be cool if there was just this, like, wagon wheel thing going on, if you look at it from the poles. Mm-hmm. Okay, Damn. so so This is I'm getting get- sexy. Yeah, yeah, so you got, like, a wagon wheel sort of look going, we got the, the ring going... We got a whole shit ton of moons, so it's gorgeous looking up there. Uh, And anytime we want to alter things, we want to, you know, uh, move shit around, we need to adjust that. That's adjustable right there in the core because we can alter our gravity, you know, whether we want to go high, go low, whatever. But we still generally keep it in the same sort of place so it's opposite side of the sun from the Earth. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I mean, okay. we won't really have seasons per se. So, yeah. what would that do to an ecosystem? Let alone a global ecosystem. Well, if you leave animals in there for like I'm not even going to say a million years. Let's say a couple of thousand years. You would see rapid development, rapid evolution, I think. Any species that has season-specific traits uh, even day-night specific traits, like, those are going to get bred out almost immediately. Like, nothing's going to migrate, right? You're just going to have animals for whom this is normal. Mm-hmm. And plants for whom this is normal. You'd have, like, twilight plants, plants that can get by on just evening light all the time. And then you'd have plants that thrive on it being noon all the time. Uh, and you'd even have like, oh, dude, like the whole side of the planet where everything is, you know, dark and all you've got is like moonlight. You would have some plants that are fine with like super low light. You'd have some plants that are getting most of their nutrients like from the soil and from bioluminescence and shit. And then you'd also have like giant fucking mushrooms all over the place. So I want those back. Sleepy time section of the planet. It's cool. It's quiet. Giant fucking mushrooms everywhere. Like if, a mushroom if, so big you could carve a house in it. And that's that's what would likely happen, right? Because, like, I don't know what giant mushrooms were made out of, but they couldn't have been quite as spongy and fleshy as these tiny little wimpy edible mushroom things we got. They must have gotten, like, barky. They must have gotten, like... Uh-huh they must have formed a thicker skin, right? Yes. And, like, if we can make a treehouse, we should be able to make some kind of... Oh, and, man, I didn't even get into, like, the the, the mycelium, like, how intelligent uh, mushroom neural network stuff is. Like, I'm sure that there could be just... if Like, if we actually developed with mushrooms uh-huh. over the course of, like tens of thousands of years yeah yeah. i'm sure there would be like a beautiful symbiotic relationship where it's like okay i need you to open up a patch for me because uh uh i need to i need to rent a little apartment in here to my nephew who's coming in um and uh i'll keep i'll get him working on you know getting you some fresh fuel every now and again i'll have him like you know feeding feeding the deposits uh every now and again you know, probably poop, but whatever it is. I mean, it's just a responsibility for your punk-ass nephew who needs a place to live. 
right? Better place to poop, um, yeah. But if you could also just do me a favor, in case he gets into some scraps, can you just drop a little bit of uh, some of that healing tissue? Uh, that would really help, because he's just a scrapper. You know, like, <laughs> mushrooms are where it's at, man. Right, right. Well, I mean, anything can be where it's at when you really <laughs> obviously don't know how they work and assume they're magic. Yes. If you just make it up... It gets to be so good. Right. Okay, so this is a pretty sweet planet. Plute point oh, I'm in favor of it. Yeah, I mean I mean the other thing about sci-fi magic is that it we talk about it being magic until it has the explanation and then it's the thing. Then it's just not magic. Right, so, right. As long as you can append sufficient amounts of sci-fi techno babble to it, that goes from being a magic spell to being hard sci-fi. Yeah, but is this is this implausible? Not totally. I think we were more on to something real than Well, than not. sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic and I would say this is sufficiently advanced. Yeah, obviously this is this is very advanced. Mm -hmm. I mean, Theoretically, we could be talking about something like this existing, but we also Frankensteined two parts of our solar system together to get where we needed to get, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, we weren't using it, right, so... Alright, so let's let's do this, alright? Um, let's say, not unlike... Uh, oh, what was that fucking movie? Total, not unlike Total Recall, uh, let's do like a planetary tourism board thing. I need you to sell me on this planet. I'm trying to decide if I want a vacation there or not. Okay, okay. So, Total Recall style tourism board for Plute Point O. Okay, right. so, uh, let me just get in character here. here. Alright. <clears throat> Alright. Alright, I'm ready. Hit whatever you got. Whatever you got, go ahead. Hey there, friend! Do you like women with three tits? Uh, I, I think I do. All right. Look at this woman. She's got three tits. You want to wow. know where she lives? Where does she live? Plute point. Oh, it's right up there. Where? I point directly at the sun. <laughs> no, don't look at the sun. Look past the sun, my friend. It's on the other side. You gotta oh, look a little further. That really hurt. <laughs> It's okay. Come with me, magical we, rocket ship. We. I mean, and then, uh, and then we show up there. Hey, take a look at this. We've got. I can't. I'm blind. Well, don't worry. Magical mushroom healing tissue splat right on the eyes. Oh god. Oh, that has kind of got a nice cooling sensation. And then, like, as the Ooh. eyes heal, like, he sees, like, three-breasted women doing beach volleyball. Wow! Look at yeah. those glorious, glistening triple knockers! <laughs> and, like, the whole vista, you've got, like, the the ring of the gum uh, overhead. You've got multiple moons. You've got, like, brilliant bright white beaches and, like perfectly engineered ocean with like intermittent spouts and people are surfing and having a great time the dudes also have three nipples like they have the nipple in between the pecs but it doesn't really do anything wow this uh this place looks like a lot of fun 
Yeah, it sure is. And if you want to stay here, all you got to do is get that third nipple grafted on. I mean, I, I got a spot for it here. You sure do, buddy. So what do you say? Sign on the dotted line? Wait, wait, wait. It's pretty hot out here. I would get kind of tired. I'd probably get a sunstroker and, and maybe a, a, even a sunburn. Oh, well, come this way, my friend. Arm around shoulder. Grab onto the passing, like, spoke thing of the gum. It, in a heartbeat, we zoom past all of the beaches, past Wee. the temperate zone, and into the cool blue night world with the mushrooms everywhere. And I'm like, hey... Check out this. This mushroom just grew a house just for you, buddy. Why don't you move on in? Oh, how much is the rent? All you need to do is poop. That's amazing. It sure is. Now, my my dad's been actually kind of harping on me that I haven't been doing too well on the job hunt lately is there don't worry he's long dead that's probably true hey, <laughs> maybe we took thousands of years to get here because of time dilation hey i would want to find my purpose still though is there something i could do that really satisfies me as a human being with a newly third grafted nipple well i mean what do you think that third nipple is for my friend huh you can lactate and it's really great that provides for other people and you that's, serve a purpose for society that's cool hey are there any like sentient raccoons around here as we're in the night the just night the one but he's a criminal so oh is he cool though because like oh I would he's outstandingly out. cool but make no mistake he will murder you and feel nothing so now, now, is there a place I could pl plug in my bass guitar? Because I really... Absolutely not. I kind of wanted to work on my... Kind of wanted to work on some of my I'm, I'm afraid that's not a thing that we can, we can accommodate. Kind of want to form the band back together. But... Just, pretty much just acoustic music. We haven't really got... Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess all the energy kind of goes into the systems. Yeah, all life. the energy goes into the miraculous, like, planetary-wide transit system and the mass alteration and so forth we don't really have enough left over for house current that's not something we can accommodate we're we're planning on rolling it out sometime in the next couple of years though so stay okay tuned. cool cool um hey can i make maybe i was almost done this one series on netflix could i just finish that uh i've got netflix right here and i pull out like out of my pocket a, a yotta bite hard drive Whoa, can I download my brain into that? You already have. Oh, God. I'm actually, I'm having kind of a bit of a crisis now. Um, am I yeah, I know. Real? Don't worry. I'll fix that. I go into the hard drive and delete the crisis files. Oh, the rest that's, of the consciousness that's better. Back. Yeah, you feel good now, don't you? I kind of do. Hey, uh, I think I'm probably ready to sign. I... Plute point oh, huh? Plute point oh, it's the greatest. I maybe do. Do you mind if maybe I could like sleep on it? Go back and think. Maybe you can sleep as long as you like. Night on this side of the planet, it's night all the time. So you sleep until you come to the correct decision. That would probably be uh, pretty satisfying. It it seems like it's it's pretty deep sleep here. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's just nice and quiet. The mushrooms very sound insulating. So what time is the sunrise? Because I kind of... Uh, whenever you want it to, just grab the gum on head on over. You get to watch the sun rise over the horizon. Uh, yeah. Okay. Alternately, you could stay in place and the sun will very gradually rise, but we're talking like thousands of years. Okay. Um. All right. I mean, I see no downside to this whatsoever. Quite correct. Goodbye, old life. Hello, new life on Plute Pointo. Science fiction. Become reality today. I think I think that's a, I think that's a scene. I think that's a, a podcast sure, episode, in fact. Pretty sure we nailed it. I think so. I mean Although I I gotta say I've got a better name for it than uh than Plute Point What's that? Uh well let me let me ask you this. Yeah. What do you call a plant that isn't yours? I hate you. <laughs> I hate like I <laughs> I'm so I, that that's legitimately upsetting. I thought you were gonna be like wagon wheel or something, because you know, or like rubber ball. I notch don't know. Some, point oh. Yes. No, oh, not. Oh, okay. Notch point. Yeah. Great. <laughs> well done. Funny. Funny thing. Cool. <sighs> hey, <laughs> listeners, did you have a little laugh? See, little laugh. See, poo. They did. That's cool. Uh, just so you know. If you wanted to share some of this stuff with your friends, you could totally go for it. Uh, the website is higaishow.com. Twitter is twitter.com slash hi... That's maybe it, not accurate. It's, it's also available on iTunes. Yep. Uh, also go to squarespace.com slash higaishow. You can download all our podcasts from there. Uh, sure. And... Uh, also, Instagram? Yes, that one's real. That one. That one's true. We have an Instagram. Okay. Uh, also, show. email. Yes, that is also true. H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. If you feel like sending a little message of, like... You know, we, we I would love to do a mailbag segment. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. Uh, also, hit us up on the forums. That, mm-mm, nope. You were, you were doing well. You had two in a row there. Okay. Um, Facebook has got one. Fa- Facebook? Is Facebook real? Um, it, I certainly hope so. Okay. Um, what about the, like, that Alibaba thing that they have in China? Are we on that? So that'll do it for this week. Mason, it is in fact your turn to decide yes. our next week's subject matter. It is. it is my turn. I love that it's my turn. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go with an easy one because I think after the past couple, we, we, need a, we need an easy hit. Okay, yeah. Let's, Are you let's ready? Lo- lob this one uh, right out of the park. Next week. Next week. Luke, less ashamed Williams, my brother. Uh-huh. We are going to invent mm-hmm. the best, the best breakfast cereal. Oh, sweet! That is. Uh, well, easy. I mean, I don't know how sweet it's going to be, but it'll be nutritious. 
I'm, uh, well, but we can't guarantee that either. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm like, I'm all, uh, like, I just want to go on that theme, like, now. I just, like, I'm ready to go. You Anyway. You wanna? Thank like, you we, very much. We could record it and, like, add it to this episode, make it, like, a two-hour episode. Nah, we'll, we'll do it in time. Okay. Thank you very much, listeners. Yes. Thank you. We love you all very much. Some of you more than others. Yeah, significantly more to the. It, it's sort of ones. like a two legs good, four legs not as good kind of situation. We yeah. love all of you, but some of you more equally than others. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's you know you know how yeah. it is. It's a metaphor. Yeah, but we do love you, and have an and, excellent evening. And, and as rem- always, and remember, folks. Thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Yep. Yep. Like that? Yep.